0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Cool Ernie Podcast. My name is Ernie Fuentes, and yes, it's been three weeks since the last podcast, uh, The New Smoker Smell, and uh, basically, I took some time off for Thanksgiving, spent some time with my family, and um, spent some time with my grandchildren, and it was all good, and I had a great time, and it was really worth it. I had a lot to be thankful for in 2019. So now let's get back to the Cool Ernie Podcast episode number two, the New Smoker Smell update. This is an update. Uh, I've been asked for an update on this uh, during the last few days. So for those of you who haven't listened to the New Smoker Smell, you really should. Um, It's it's a little bit controversial, it's a little bit touchy, and it's a personal thing. And it's really going to depend on how you feel about the subject of somebody smelling like weed. So so I I kind of, on a non-scientific method like I did the last time, I kind of just got together all these opinions that I got and uh, the emails that I received. And I did a kind of like a little uh, summary here. And the summary is basically this. The first thing. With employers, with employers, on a first interview, they all said unanimously that they would not feel good about someone walking in smelling like they just hit a bong or a joint. Unanimous. And... The mentality was, hey, Ernie, we're looking at these people from a first impression basis. And if they didn't take the time to know that they smell like weed, you know, then that may be an issue in the future. Okay. And then what I did is I flipped this on them and I said, well, wait a minute. That's if they smell like weed. But what about if they smell like cigarettes? All right does that change anything and they were like you know Ernie they st- I, I remember one guy said to me Ernie the bottom line is they shouldn't smell like anything they should smell good this is you know this is a job interview they they they're, they're asking for a position in an in a in a job you know an employer you know they shouldn't smell like anything they should smell good they should smell fresh so that was observation number 1 okay so Definite. For everybody out there that's trying to look for a job, hey, make sure you smell good. Don't smell like weed. Don't smell like cigarettes. Don't smell like anything. How about that? Don't smell like a sandwich, you know, uh, like you just had a meatball sandwich at Joe's, you know. Um, you know, just smell good, all right? Observation number two. I thought that the new generation, that the millennials and newer were going to be super cool about somebody smelling like weed around them. Well, no, I was wrong, okay? The general general mentality around millennials and newer, where it was, hey man, Ernie, I'm cool with people smoking weed, I have no problem with it, but... A, I wouldn't like to be, you know, sitting at a restaurant and behind me, some guy, I'm trying to eat my food and some guy smells like horrifically like weed. And I wouldn't want somebody coming to my home and that smells totally like weed and sitting on my couch or in my car. So, there you have it. It it it, it was... Um, kind of like, hey, you know, you're okay to smell somebody like weed, and that's okay, but it, don't bring it in my personal space. That's, uh, that, and again, you know, like when I was a smoker, when I smoked cigarettes, you know, I mean, that's, I think that's just basic, you know, uh, just knowledge. I mean, you, you, you shouldn't smell like, like, just like that guy said about the, the, the employment thing. You shouldn't smell like anything. When you go to somebody's house, you shouldn't smell like cigarettes and you shouldn't smell like a pipe and you shouldn't smell like, like any, how about smelling good? How about that? How about taking a bath and smelling decently? You know, when you go to visit somebody's home or, or you're going to take a ride in their car. So that was observation number two, observation number three. And, and I'm leaving this one for the last one because it's going to lead into our episode three, which is judgment day. The third observation that we had was employment of somebody that's already employed. Okay, so I asked a few employers that employ blue collar guys and gals, and I asked them, I say, man, you know, if somebody came in and they smelled like weed, how would you feel about it? And they were they were like, pretty like, uh, hey, Ernie, you know, I really don't care. If they're doing the job, they're on time. You know, work's getting done. I could care less, all right. And this was in a blue-collar situation. The only exception that I received, the only uh, uh, stipulation or, or 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 you know observation that 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 was made by one employer was when one guy said, "Well, I wire houses for a living. I'm an electrician, and I and I you know employ electricians. If one of my electricians came in smelling like weed." He goes, I would pull that person to the side and maybe have a little conversation with them. I'd be like, hey, are you okay to do this job? You know, not that I care what they do in their their personal life, but, you know, I don't want them wiring somebody's house if they're not in the mental capacity to do so. And I would assume that um, that would be pretty standard. Like, I guess if the guy smelled like he had... You know, uh, five glasses of scotch, you know, probably feel the same way. You know, hey, if you you know, smell like you just hit the bar before you came to work, you know, I would be concerned, too, if you're going to wire up my house, you know. So um, that was, you know, that one observation by that one electrician. Now, ironically, all the people that I interviewed that were employers of white-collar people, white-collar employment, all of them. Not one said that they would be able to deal with it All of them said If we had a white, one of our people come in And smelled like weed We would pull them over to the side We would say, you need to go home And change It's not like they're getting into the person's business But they would call them out and say Listen, mm-hmm. you smell like weed And you need to go home and change that's crazy. See, but, but see, the reason I'm bringing this up is because why the difference between blue collar and white collar? Okay, they're both doing a the job. They both have equal imp- importance. Okay, why the difference? You know, why that? You know that differentiation? You know, you know why is that? But but yet, and then and then I threw out there to the guy um, you know, with the white collar, white collar guy. And, and, and I said, well, let me ask you this. What about the guy smell like cigarettes? If the guy smelled heavily like cigarettes? Um, and he said, well, if he said, if he smelled like cigarettes, I would just maybe ask him to spray some perfume on him or something. So again, so again, see, and and, and it's that, that, that stigma that, that I spoke about in new collar, in new smoker smell. Okay. It's the stigma. Okay it's it, he was okay with the, with the cigarette smell and spray some perfume on but but the weed smell he was going to ask the guy to go back home and change okay so that was observation number 3 on episode number 2 the new smoker smell so i guess um i mean you take it for what it's worth you know uh, like i said it's an episode that you just got to listen to and you got to make your own decisions and see how you feel about it now that brings us to episode number 3, Judgment Day. Now, this brings a, this brings a, the reason this it's important and leads into that last thing that I mentioned is because in a recent conversation with my son, he comes to me and he says, "Dad, why does anybody have to know what you do for a living? Why is that important?" He says, it, it, you should be if you meet somebody, whether male or female, and you you just met them for the first time or whatever. You should be more concerned about hanging out with that person. You know, do you do you like the person? Their personality. Uh, you know how you feel about them. Why does it have to, Why does it have to come up like What do you do for a living? Or you know, or, or what kind of business are you in? You know. Why does that matter? And, and I thought about this. And it's funny because after we had this conversation, uh, I had a similar conversation with my son-in-law. And um, my son-in-law and my son, we were all together there. And I think it was Thanksgiving Day, actually. And we were discussing this, that who cares what you do for a living, Right. You know, if you're making money and, and you got a certain financial position or financial uh, uh, um, uh, you know amount of money, financial situation where you're doing well, really, who cares? You could be a basket weaver, right? But that's not that's not how it works though. That's not how it works. It's I found that there was judgment on all sides, male and female, okay? predominantly on the female side, okay? So what I did find was in in that some white-collar workers, you know, I hate to say it, because, you know, I hang with a lot of guys and they could care less what you do for a living, but some white-collar workers were um, judgmental of maybe what another guy did for a living. And it was um, it was judgmental in the form of pity. That that's that's what I found. Um, you know, in conversations what I had with different people when I was thinking about doing this, the subject. You know, I asked several guys like, "Hey, man, you know, if um, if you had a friend, you know, he's a buddy and he was a sanitation worker, man, how would you feel about that?" And they were like, "Well, you know, I kind of feel bad for the guy. You, know, you see, you know, he picks up trash all day and and everything, but." It never came up that sanitation workers make some good money. I know a few sanitation workers, and let me tell you something. They're happy campers. They they wake up early in the morning, they're done by like three, and they make good money. And like they said, like one guy told me, Ernie, I go home, I take a shower, I shave, I clean up. Nobody knows I'm a sanitation worker. I drive a nice car, I own a nice home. Okay? Hey! Versus... The white collar guy, let's say the college educated guy, which could make less money than the sanitation worker, right, is inundated in student loans. So, but why is that person, that guy, why is he looked at different, differently? You know, why is, you know, he looked at in a better way, let's say, uh, or or not pitied or not pitied. Um, now with women, it was a different, there was a different thing, um, you know, women, you know, they're very concerned of what guys do for a living. They're very, very concerned. You know, they, they'll, they'll jump into that right away, okay? Which is, and the question being is, is that right? Um, it, shouldn't that person be more concerned uh, with how the guy treats her, what kind of personality he has, you know, that sort of thing, instead of what he makes every year or what he does for a living, and, uh, this came up because I had a separate conversation with a young man that, uh, took out this girl twice and, uh, on the second date she was texting him questions like, Hey, what do you do for a living? And what do you do this? And, and how long you've been there? And well, wait a minute, it's just a second date. So is, and you know, and I, and, and I definitely want to hear from women on this side, on, on this topic. I really do is, is this part of a selection process, you know? Because we all know that, you know, uh, that women look at men in different aspects. But is this part of the selection process. You know, what do you do for a living? You know, because um, because it happens all the time. And for those of us who who will say to other people, Oh, no, no, I don't judge anybody. You know, I, I look at their heart and, and everything. You know what? You're lying. You're lying. You're full of shit. It, it, everybody judges. Okay? Now... The point that I want to make is from a father's point of view. Um, When my daughter told me that she was interested in this young man, which he happened to marry, which is a great guy, um, you know, I really didn't care what he did for a living. I really didn't. But I did want to make sure that he could provide. Um, Now, and it's not to say... That he could provide forever and ever and ever, you know because my daughter has my daughter has a profession she's college educated she you know she's a teacher um you know see you know my daughter although she stays home with her grandchildren, she could go to work and a lot of women work and a lot of women have great careers and they get paid okay so but from a male point of view. I wanted to know that this that this guy that she was getting serious wasn't a slacker, you know that you know that he was a hardworking guy, you know that there was a work ethic instilled in him, you know he could have said, "Look, Mr. Fuentes, I weave baskets, and or I'm a sanitation worker, or I'm a plumber, or I'm an electrician, or whatever," and and and. Doctor, lawyer, and I would have been good with that, um, because as long as I saw that he's a hardworking person, maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm stereotypical. Maybe, and 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 the reason I feel that way is because my father was a working stiff. My father had an eighth grade education, but my father just worked and worked and worked. He was a hardworking guy. He was a beast just worked just a workhorse and if back in the day if you were a workhorse and you had the stamina to work 10 12 14 hours a day guess what you made money and you provided for your family and at that time on top of that too you know women didn't make the money that men did that's not the case now a lot of women make more money than a lot of men okay It's not like that anymore. So, so, you know, but still, even though these things have changed, why do women are concerned on what a man does for a living or how much he makes? Okay? When they may make more money than, than him, than the person that they're considering dating. You know? And why... Does what that man does for a living make a difference? Like I said, if if the guy could go on a date and say, hey, I'm, you know, I, I'm a sanitation worker, or I do whatever, and what does that have to do with anything? As long as he's making money, and he's providing, and he has a work ethic, okay? But that's not the case. And you want me to tell you something? And if you don't think this happens, you, I'm telling you, whether you're male or female or whatever, OK, next time you meet someone and they don't know what you do for a living, tell them something crazy. Like just lie to them. Just if you're a man, tell them something like really, you know, really simple or whatever. Just just say, yeah, like, you know, I um, I, I sweep sidewalks or something. I, I work for a company that cleans sidewalks or or something like that. And and you look at their face when they you tell them this, it's it, it's going to surprise you. But yet, if you if you tell them, you know, what you really do, let's say if you're college educated, if you're a lawyer, a doctor, if you're a professional, a management professional, or a professional or whatever, then everything changes. Then they they look at you a completely different way. And again, what I found was on a male side, it was pity. But on the female side, it was exclusion. Like, right away, like, oh, man, this guy, he's a basket weaver. Wow, man, should I date this guy? And from the male point of view, it was a lot of guys felt sorry for the guy. Oh, man, this guy, yeah, he, yeah, he's a great guy. But, you know, he sweeps sidewalks for a living, you know. Hell, we don't know. That guy that sweeps sidewalks, for all we know, he could be pulling 80K a year sweeping sidewalks. So why are we pitying the guy? But see, it's that judgment. It's that judgment. And let's look at it from an employer point of view. Should an employer be judging potential employees uh, solely on their past employment right so should they be looking at a guy let's say this guy was a dishwasher and then before that he was uh, a maintenance guy clean toilets and now he's applying for this one job where you know he mean he has certain skills obviously but should we be looking at just solely that past employment or should we be looking at this person's you know outward skills and personality and presentation for a particular employment opportunity. Instead of just looking at what they did for a living, you know, 2 months ago or 6 months ago. All right? So, what I'm saying with all this and what I want you guys to take home with all this is is, is judging people is that a necessary evil? Like, I know we've done better in all the other areas, you know. Like I said, you know, race, creed, color, natural origin, sexual orientation, you know, we've done better in those. Areas. We still need a lot of help, but we're still we're still judging people on what they do for a living. So, but is this a necessary evil? Like, is this gonna go ever gonna go away? Are we gonna be looking at what people do for a living and judging them? Not not only as whether you want to hang out with them or want to date them, but even more more so if you want to let your daughter marry this guy or gal, either one of the two. That's what I want to leave everybody with, um, to think about and ponder and say next time, you know, I'm speaking to somebody and they tell me that that, you know, uh, they they work at the county and they 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 file documents all day you know am I judging that person? you know do I now assume that they have a lower capacity for intelligence or a lower capacity for for anything, or do I now feel the college educated person is is a better person um you know, or a better choice, you know, as far as, let's say, a woman is concerned. So, um, that's what I want to leave you guys with in this podcast, episode three, Judgment Day. And I want to, in closing, I want to thank everybody for, you know, all the downloads that I've been receiving and, um, you know, all the feedback that I've been receiving from the different podcasts and, and, um, Uh, Cool Ernie Podcasts is available now on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, iHeartRadio. So, uh, you know, you can listen on whatever platform you feel is best for you. And as always, um, please, I'm saying please, if you have any comments uh, regarding this podcast or any of the other podcasts, please feel free to email me at CoolErniePodcasts at gmail.com that's cool ernie podcast at gmail.com and um let me know how you feel about this last podcast or any of the other two previous two and um and then you know i'll definitely update that on the next podcast and you know we'll go over some of the results and some of the opinions that that i heard all right guys until next time see (laughs) you